we're back <laughs> oh my god i'm having like a love surge right now <laughs> i know it's so good have to you be seen here. that tiktok where that woman's like i'm having a love surge no is okay. she the positivity activist who's that queen you know that oh Anyways. the body confidence <laughs> activist <laughs> yes <laughs> no this is someone else but yeah we're back hi we're back um we're back from summer hiatus which i don't think we planned on no um, but yeah. how was your summer holly um <laughs> it was amazing yeah i mean we all face challenges but we are learning and growing yes every day and, and that's and- why we do the podcast to you know highlight the stories of other people who face challenges like <laughs> like slipping and falling on the hibachi grill at benihana <laughs> exactly exactly it's how you get back up how was your summer my summer was good um you know we've had some changes, positive changes. Very I positive. traveled a bit. Yes. So um, things are good. Yeah, it was a good summer. Yeah. Should we just jump right into like the news of it all? Yeah, let's get into the news of it all. It's like I feel feels good saying that. Um, I can start with my list. Okay. I just wanted to quickly <laughs> talk about I don't know. I'm sure you all saw, but the so I mean, okay, we're going back a couple weeks, but obviously the whole Ariana Grande co-star thing blew up. And then now, at least from my perspective, I have seen a concerted effort from her team to really do some PR rehabilitation. Yeah. Case in point, the Vogue makeup video. I have a couple of points here. Okay. So first of all, she had, she, you know, gave this statement and got emotional about the fact that she has ceased doing Botox and fillers and had her fillers removed. You think that's the PR spin for breaking up a marriage? Well, no, no, no. I don't think that part specifically. Okay. But... Um, which I thought was like, you know, whatever. I, great. I don't buy it. Yeah. She's I, getting I, Botox. Who knows? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she does look very different. Uh, that's, I'm just going to leave it there. I know there were concerns or questions <laughs> about her, um, weight, which look, of course, I don't want to speculate about anybody's, anyone's weight, but she looks very different. Um, and I will say my other point is she is speaking in a old Hollywood, what do they call it? Atlantic. Midwestern. Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic yeah, accent. accent. <laughs> you guys, it's like if you, someone needs to make a TikTok, and I know her team is notoriously litigious, even on Reddit gossip threads. If oh, someone really? even mentions her name and they don't hide it with uh, special characters, the post gets immediately deleted. Like her wow. team is on it right now. So Ariana, please don't come for me. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, <laughs> but her... The change in her accents and cadence throughout yeah. her career is next level She's to gone, me. She like, went from like method actor. She went from being very um, <laughs> woman of color adjacent a few years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, is that yeah. Her, you know, and then now she is speaking like Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with the Wind. So <laughs> I, it's just so bizarre to me. All of it is bizarre. Yeah, I mean, she's a home wrecking. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I'm not pleased with how many homes she's wrecked at this point. I know, it's bad. And for Spongebob? Come on, this guy? I know, it's bad. It's bad, you guys. It's really bad, you guys. Yeah, moving on. (laughs) Um, I mean, I just had a note here about the VMAs. What did you think? I thought they were a lot of fun. I I was pleasantly surprised with them this year. Did you watch them? 
Yeah, I mean, you know what? We we taped. I taped it and then kind of skipped through. Okay. I couldn't find the channel at the time, <laughs> but um, I saw the looks. Beautiful gowns. Great gowns. Beautiful yes, gowns. Yes. Um, I thought Selena Gomez was giving some funny faces in the audience. She was making me laugh. But then, of course, oh my god, just so like her. She yeah. can't take a joke. She can't take a. She joke. can't take a joke. It's like lean into the meme, Selena. She posted on her story the other day, being like. Huh can't even enjoy a show in peace without becoming whatever. It's like, Selena, we're laughing with you, not yeah, at you. We we're love actually, you. we love your reactions. Same with this week. Okay, sorry, I'm really hogging the mic. No, you next. I'm Did you listening. see, someone tweeted this picture of um, artist Eddie Izzard yes. and was like, happy birthday, Pink, or whatever. Or like, <laughs> I love this picture of you, at Pink. Yeah. And then Pink replied being like, I just showed this to my 12-year-old daughter. And explain to her that people in the world who don't even know you can be this cruel. Like she wrote this whole yeah. paragraph and it's like, honey, it was funny. It was a joke. Get it? Ha ha. Laugh. Like you have to be able to laugh at yourself. It wasn't like it what didn't it wasn't malicious or mean spirited. Eddie Izzard in that photo did kind of resemble pink. It clearly wasn't pink. Like relax, pink. You take yourself so seriously. Well, yeah, she she certainly does. But I think all these stars kind of get a warped perception. Like I noticed a lot of Chloe Kardashian on the recent season of the Kardashians. She's like, I can't win. You say I'm too big. I'm too small. The people say this. And it's like, who really gives a fuck what we say? Like, why is it affecting so much of what you're I know you know, doing for your appearance. And she's so fixated on it. And Tori Spelling is another one who just can't, like... Anyway, well, we're going to yes, talk and, about I mean, her. Spoiler alert. The subject of the week is Tori Spelling. We will be storytelling with Tori Spelling. And yes, she is someone who, alongside people like Khloe Kardashian, read their own press. Like, it's so yeah. obvious that and they, they take are it really on personally. Twitter. Yes. But like, Selena Gomez, like, you're a star, you're an icon. Like, people love you. So, you know, what's wrong with being a meme? It, was she upset with the Mexican blanket photo? Because that was a gorgeous photo. <laughs> yes. It like, it's not that they're bad photos. I mean, even her VMA reactions, like, it's not that she looked bad or something or that we're poking fun at her. It's, like, just, like, a funny reaction mm-hmm. that people are then using again. Anyways, what's on your list? Okay, this was a few weeks ago, but I just want to shout out, there was um, like a twink at the Adele show in Vegas, and he was, I guess, really getting into the music, and like, no one else was standing, he was dancing and stuff, and the security kept harassing him, trying to get him to like, sit down, and then Adele's like, stop, stop, he's having a good time, he's trying to enjoy himself, this is what I want, so I just want to shout out Tim and... You know, that would be me when I when I finally get to the Adele show. The twink was me. No, <laughs> um, next on my list, this is kind of dark, but wow, the men of Hollywood are down bad. Ashton and Mila, whoo, it's yeah. bad. He stepped down from his human trafficking. I mean, let's not even today. touch that. That's I know a whole, you're right. It's dark. Yeah. It's dark. It's dark. Huge. On my way here. Breaking news: <laughs> Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness divorcing. Yeah. yeah. Shocker. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 27 um, years. They had a good run. 27 years. What's no. the Kirstie Alley? You had, you a, had good, a good... Thanks for your input, you, Stephen Hawking. Thanks for your you input. Had you had go. a good go at it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Deborah to Hugh Jackman this morning. Um, and then lastly, similar, um, Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas. Let me, on the record, I am team Sophie. And We're I don't even know the Sophie. woman. But reading those PR spin headlines that are so clearly coming out of Joe's camp, I know the woman's innocent. Yeah, we can see his pattern now. Like, we've got the internet. And this is what he does. There's something so malevolent about, like, dropping a breadcrumb with no context of, like, he saw or heard something on, on the ring, ring camera. camera. And I it's died. like, oh, so then we can just speculate. Yeah, she must have said something horrible. It's like, I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't, yeah. Ugh. And he keeps trying to be like, 
you know, show himself with his kids and he's the good dad and all this stuff. I was like, we're not buying it. You guys have nannies up the wazoo. Please. I know. Neither of you are raising those dads. I kids. just know Priyanka Chopra is glad <laughs> that there's one down. <laughs> well, she's probably sad because she's needed Sophie on her team. Yeah, that's true. She'd probably true. rather keep Sophie. That's true. Okay. okay. Um, did you see they found a, a, a corpse of an alien in Mexico? Okay. <laughs> I have seen this, but let me tell you something. To me, the pictures I saw, it's giving paper mache. Like, yeah. I'm not convinced. I know, but the Mexican government is like, really? this is real. Yes. Okay, I didn't know it was coming from the Mexican government. I thought it was one of those things on TikTok where it's like, <laughs> a Chinese TikToker captures giant in the sky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see those? No, apparently it's real, but like, it's, I mean, I still don't buy it. And okay. I don't care, even if it is real, so. <laughs> and I don't want to know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we do have to talk about... Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes, <gasps> prison buddies. I am obsessed, Holly. I'm so glad you brought this up because I forgot to write it down. Mm-hmm. The visual in my mind, I know those two are hitting it off and they're hatching a plan. Oh, for sure. I've been thinking about them since, you know, I knew they were both in the prison. Like every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, I wonder if they're walking around the yard. What are they up to? Are they, you know, I felt like they'd hit it off. They're the exact same kind of attention seeking scammer. <laughs> They totally. love glamour. I just remember the headline that Jen Shaw was running, like, the musical production yeah. in, within prison walls. <laughs> what I would give for a role. I mean, I, you know, God she's, forbid, I never want She's whatever, very but intoxicating. Like, to have her yeah. lead a production of anything, I know would be well, good. Well, she is leading her uh, workout class, which apparently Elizabeth Holmes oh, goes to. Shaw-mazing abs. Yeah. <laughs> what I, you know what? I take back the production thing. That's too much of a commitment. What I would give to be in that workout class. Yeah. I mean... You could be teaching it. Tristan's looking good these days. Oh, thanks, Holly. You know what? While we're on the topic, and I don't want to get too far into Housewives World, but did you notice in the trailer for the new season of um, Housewives of Salt Lake City where it shows Whitney, like, crying? It's totally going to be another black eye thing where she's like, what? How could she do this to us? What do you think it is? Because I think it's going to be about the photos that leaked of Jen Shaw or it's going to be like a nothing burger. It's going to be something about Jen Shaw releasing a statement or when she did that Instagram live and talked about like whatever her whole crime spree. Like that's what I think this is going to be. And they're setting it up as if it's like something super (laughs) juicy. Yeah. Like I heard someone say as a joke, like, you know, when Heather gets that call where she's like, Oh my God, are you serious? Correction. And someone's like, it's probably a wrong number. (laughs) But like, yeah, I think that's like going to just pan out to be nothing or just someone lied in the group. What I can't get over is Meredith Marks. You want me to go there with husband? Oh, chilling. Chills. Oh my God. Her little monologue. As Whitney would say, I have the effing chills. (laughs) Um, yes. Okay. Why don't we... Do you have anything else on your list? No, no, I mean... Oh, sorry, I totally cut you off. Okay. I Vicky Gunvalson will be awarded the first ever Lifetime Achievement Award at BravoCon. <laughs> As so. she should. Good job, Vicky. Good job, Vicky. We love you. <laughs> and that is all on my list. Okay. Why don't we get into our groundbreaking subject of today's episode, um, which is someone... She's really near and dear to our hearts. You know, as I got into my research, I was like... What do I even know about this woman? But then I realized I've actually been on this ride for 15 years. Okay. I I can't relate to that, but... Like, just in reading... I've known who she is. Gossip magazines and websites and stuff. I feel like I've never seen an episode of her TV show. Let me get that out of the game. And then after the research, I'm like, I gotta watch this damn show (laughs) with her and Dean, because this looks pretty juicy. Holly, I saw... In my research, I watched some clips today. It is 
next level. And the fact that like no one ever talked about it or it never had good ratings. Like I'm talking wailing, crying of her being like, <laughs> like next level theatrics. Ooh, I need so. to look for it. I tried to find some show I saw a reference called like Beyond Spelling Manor and it's been scrubbed from the net. Okay. I watched a two part Spelling Manor <laughs> documentary okay. a couple days ago maybe that was it where was that it was on youtube but it was very mm-hmm. kind of the first part was interesting because it gave the history of the manor which we'll get into mm-hmm. for you guys but then the second part was like just so early 2010 scripted reality of like candy spelling moving into her penthouse and like doing all these dumb yeah. activities I think that, that like, is what real. i was looking for oh I'll okay YouTube. i'll send it to you okay tristan how about you give us an like a brief overview of like who tori spelling is because come on not everyone is as you know Yes. Okay. So (laughs) let's get into just a quick little bio. And then I just want to cover some of the manner stuff Mm -hmm. quickly, if that's Mm -hmm. okay with you. And then we'll get into the the tea. So just super quickly, Tori Spelling was born in Los Angeles, California. Wait, hold up. Stop the car. (laughs) Stop the presses. Before I get into this, Tori, I know you're listening. (laughs) You think she'll listen? Oh, we love she's you. She's addicted to her yeah. own press, and I don't judge her for it. You know, I'd be in my own Google if I could. Yeah, she'll get Tori, the Google listen, alert. Tori, we're, listen, we stand with you. We're just reporting the, the shady news and facts, and anything I'm about to say is allegedly, okay? Just in case, Tori, I know she does not have the means to <laughs> litigate us, and I don't say that from a place of shade. It's She said it herself. She's living in an RV park, you guys, so, okay? But, well, Tori, we love you. We're with you. We support you. Uh, and everything we're about to say is a legend. Yeah. So, Tori Spelling was born in Los Angeles, California. She's the daughter of Candy Spelling and television and film producer Aaron Spelling. So this is the, like, root of the whole thing. Aaron Spelling is one of the most prolific television producers in American television history. Um, some of his credits include Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, Dynasty, Melrose Place, Seventh Heaven, Charmed, and of course, Beverly Hills 90210. So when Tori was 17 years old, he cast her in his show, Beverly Hills 90210. And it was really kind of based around Tori um, in that Tori, in real life, attended Beverly Hills High School. Um, So he was inspired by this high school of wealthy teens living in Beverly Hills and their kind of exploits. She did also attend the elite private school, Harvard Westlake. And let um, me just jump in here because in her memoir, she writes that um, she did a blind audition and no one actually knew she used a different name. I think that's been debunked, but she still does go with that story. So she says (laughs) she did get there on talent and dedication. Yeah, and merit alone, I'm sure. Um, she also has one brother named Randy. I only mention that because if any of you have ever gotten into like the whole of Paris Hilton and parishiltonexposed.com, apparently, and according to Randy as well, um, Paris did lose her virginity to Randy Spelling in Big Kathy's Palm Springs home. Wow. Just a little God. fun fact, Hollywood history for you guys. And now he's a, a spiritual advisor and a guru. Yeah. He's like a life coach and yeah. he is out of Hollywood. So, yeah. um, shout out to Randy. So at the age of six, Tori was given acting lessons from an acting coach hired by her father, and she was given guest spots on a bunch of TV shows from back in the 70s and 80s. At the age of 17, as I mentioned, she was given the role of Donna Martin on Beverly Hills 90210. Did you ever watch that show? It was before our time. It's before our time. I mean... I watched the reboot with Sinead Grimes that also featured a cameo from Anna Lynn McCord. Yeah, that was lit. That (laughs) was a good show. But you know what's funny? I mean, my parents by this point were in their 30s and married, but I I think they watched. Mm. Like, it was a huge, huge show. Just before we sat down to record this podcast, my uh, boyfriend called, uh, who (laughs) was of viewing age at that time, and we asked him, like, did you watch? And he was like, yes, of course. And he 
corroborated the fact that Tori Spelling was at least at one point kind of an A, B plus list yeah. celebrity. Like magazine mainstream. cover star. Yeah. So this next section that I want to get into, sorry, Holly, I'm really No, I love when you take over today. the bio because Okay, yeah. God only I knows. just want to get into the manner. So this you guys is gonna give you context, at least it did for me, in terms of how things have played out for Tori in her adult life. So in nineteen eighty eight so just sorry you guys it's my first week back Tori grew up Hollywood royalty like we're talking I'm trying to even think of a fair comparator um but for context in 1988 Spelling Aaron Spelling bought this six acre property of Bing Crosby's former LA home he demolished the property and built a home that was 123 rooms on the lot it had 14 bedrooms and 27 bathrooms. It was known as the manor. It was 56,500 square feet of floor space. And as of 2006, it was the largest single family home in Los Angeles. It was bigger than the White House. It was massive. Yeah, I took some notes on the manor too. So now it's the second biggest home in Los Angeles. So still pretty big. But like just to (laughs) set the stage that she grew up exorbitantly wealthy like yes. Paris Hilton level like more beyond beyond yeah beyond. it that. was 155 million dollars in the 80s like that's that's insane and they built insane. it from scratch her mother Candy Spelling and her interior designer traveled to Europe to buy fixtures and art for the home if you guys watch the little documentary on YouTube <laughs> she goes through the whole thing it is insane that's what and I wanted she to watch <laughs> gives me the exact same energy as like anyone who's so wealthy that they're just completely out of touch. Like she just exists on another planet, but she totally gives me an, a grain of Kathy Hilton For in the sure. kookiness. The like kookiness. just in this, they're so isolated. Well, listen to this. The house had uh, a gift wrapping room and it also had a museum for Candy's expansive doll collection. <laughs> yes. It also included a screening room, a gym, um, a basement bowling alley, a flower cutting room, a barber shop, a humidity controlled storage room, four two car garages, a tennis court, and a pool. It had a wa- long winding driveway with a circular granite motor court that could accommodate a car entering and leaving, like the size of a road, mm-hmm. you know? And um, 27 bathrooms. Take that, Jen Aiden. Crazy, right? Um, so, yeah, Candy listed the home for sale in 2008 for $150 million. Heiress Petra Ecclestone ultimately purchased the property for $85 million in 2011 through a brokered agreement that was developed by Brandon Davis, who some of you may know from the infamous fire crotch video involving Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan, who is now the fiancé of Ashley Benson. Um, his father... Oh, damn, married, Ashley with the big ring? Yes, uh, ex-girlfriend of Car Delevingne. Brandon Davis's father was at one time married to Kim Richards. Stop. So they're all connected. Like, how crazy is that? Just to put that into perspective. Wow. Yeah. really makes you think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, there was a famous quote from Big Kathy that between her three daughters, they were worth over a billion in marriages. <laughs> so that's some queen behavior. But anyways, in 2016, the manor was relisted with Rick Hilton and David Kramer of Hilton and Highland. It's just so funny when we get into this research, and which is why I'm so obsessed with it. Like, you really see how everyone in Hollywood is so, so connected. Like, these families all run together right in february 2017 so they listed it for an asking price of 200 million in february 2017 it was reported that beyonce and jay-z had secretly visited it Mm -hmm. 2019 it sold for 119 million um and then 
to the Canadian businessman and Daryl Katz, yeah. owner of the Edmonton Oilers. In Feb 2022, it was listed again um, for 165 million, and as of 2023, it hasn't sold. But they bumped it down to 155 million. So if anyone out there wants to, you know, <laughs> pony up. I'd Can love you to imagine? See it. Can you imagine having that much money to buy? Yes, it? but last thing I will say, <laughs> just my little notes from the documentary. Yes, a couple of crazy things. So you mentioned like the Beanie Baby and Doll Museum. Mm-hmm. You guys, it's like a full museum. Like she has everything in cases, temperature controlled. Like, and she just has like hundreds and hundreds of these expensive Royal Alexandra dolls. Remember, you used to get them in McDonald's. Yeah, like, once in a while. Um, that she started collecting for Tori, but Tori never liked them. So she just was like, all right, these are just mine then. She has like every Beanie Baby under the sun. And then she also collected um, automatons, which are like retro moving figurines. And like, this is just someone with too much money. Like you just at this point, it's like, what are you going to spend it on? She, in the documentary, she makes a point of being like, um, yeah, one year I said to Aaron, you know, you know those paintings of the dogs playing poker? I want my own, but I want a real one with our dogs in it. So wow. he like had it painted for just like Yeah, <laughs> okay. the lap of luxury. Oh my god, I'd forgot about those Royal Alexandra dogs and or dolls and they're just making they me would, like, sad to remember. Yeah, I really loved those dolls. I thought they were so beautiful. And right. I'll never have a museum in my home for those. <laughs> I know. But yes, just so Okay, so she grew up really rich, okay? Yeah. Nepo baby. And then she, you know, gets casted super young and she becomes kind of a breakout star in television. Yeah, and is making a ton of money. Like mm-hmm. the show ran for it's like massive. Like ten years. Mm-hmm. Um she was 17 when she started. She's making a ton of money. She's in young Hollywood, having a great time. Um, she gets married on July 3rd, 2004 to actor and writer Charlie Shanian. In July 2005, she was filming the Lifetime movie Mind Over Murder in Ottawa, Canada, Slay, during which she met actor Dean McDermott, who is from Toronto and grew up in Rexdale. Mm-hmm. He was at that time married to actress Mary Jo Eustace, who had a cooking show on the CBC. What's cooking with her? I think I just <laughs> yes. saw that, yeah. What's um, for dinner with Mary Jo? So he's married to Mary Jo. Tori is married to Charlie. Um, they begin an affair the night they meet. Yeah, she says, I fucked him on the first <laughs> night. I saw the ring and I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> Spelling and Shadian separated in October 2005. He says it was after he saw tabloid photos of her giving Dean a lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> Shanian cited irreconcilable differences when he filed for divorce. It was filed on April 20th, 2006. Spelling married Dean McDermott less than a month later on May 7th, 2006 in a private ceremony in Fiji. So, so we'll be talking a lot about Tori and Dean. She's done a lot of reality shows yes. with him. That's, but before you might wonder, how did her career go from like star of 90210 to what was it called? Murder in the mystery? Oh, yeah, the murder mystery show. I, I can't So yeah. apparently after 90210, she writes in her memoir that her big break was Scary Movie 2. Okay. okay. Remember? I was, yeah. Holly, I was going to say, I was going to ask you, what do you know her from? The only thing I know her from is Scary Movie, movie two, 2, where she has sex with a ghost. Well, unconsensual sex with a ghost. is a very okay. famous scene. Anyways, let me tell the story. So she says, like, this is her huge break. Scary Movie 2. She talks about it like it's the godfather, honestly. <laughs> like, she's like, and the Wayne brothers are like, you know, just... And, like, the irony being, they definitely cast her as kind of, like, a winky parody thing, because she's Donna from 90210, but, like, she's talking about it like she was cast for her legitimate acting chops. Yeah, well, she says she was a really funny comedic actress. Anna Faris hadn't broken out at that point. Like, she was supposed to be the star of this movie. 
But what happened, so she's only in a, really a cameo role in this movie when the infamous ghost sexual assault scene. What happened was that in her 2008 memoir, she outs Harvey Weinstein because, you know, people, I guess, weren't caring at the time. But she says her whole thing was that she didn't want to use a body double because he wanted her to have her tits out in the in the movie. And she said, if you use a body double, everyone is still going to think it's my tits and I don't want that yeah. out there. So she calls her dad Aaron Spelling and she's like, what should I do? Aaron Spelling tells her, I know Harvey, and if you don't go topless, he'll erase you from the movie and ruin your career. Hashtag she said. And so she sticks to her guns, though, and she doesn't want to go topless. And guess what happens? He cuts her out of the whole movie. And she was in every scene, apparently. And then, then it was edited down to the, the ghost cameo. Aww. So she kind of has like a bone to, I mean, fairly so. As do many women yeah, in Hollywood. Like, you know what? Have a bone to pick with Harvey Weinstein. But she uses this as her example of like she was the next um, Meryl Streep or... Um, she was on the, the track. Like the track, to, yeah. yeah. If Scary Movie 2 had worked out for her. So unfortunately, I mean, she's another victim of Harvey Weinstein, but... I mean, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just, we just laughing we've at... We've seen her acting. The so, idea yeah. that her trajectory would go from Scary Movie 2 to like you know yeah. something super serious so that's when she starts doing these lifetime movies and reality shows and now we can get back into the relationship yeah for sure so as i mentioned so her and dean meet they're married within a year they both leave their respective husband and wife to be together at the time of dean's divorce he had one child a son with mary joe eustace and they were also in the process of adopting a daughter and he just like bailed on it so mary joe just adopted this daughter and he was just like i am gonna go marry tori spelling it's funny you know i know actually a few couples in my actual life who did that like the dad was leaving in the middle of an adoption and then the mom's just like adopts the kid anyways i know two families who did that you know who you are (laughs) okay so around this time tori is completely estranged from her parents they maintain that this was kind of her choice um, but I, in her books, she's kind of alluded to they really weren't happy with this Dean McDermott situation. and that she- Well, they also gave her this like luxury first wedding to Charlie, this yes. guy. It was like a multi-million dollar wedding. They really supported the marriage. So, And know. I read an interview with, where Charlie <laughs> said Candy was always really rude to him. And she, wouldn't, she would never pronounce his last name correctly. And she was like, you know what? What difference does it make? Nobody knows who you are anyways. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we give her a diamond. Right now. I know. Um, she's still alive and looking good. I Googled Yeah, her. and yeah. she's besties with Josh Flagg from Million Dollar. Oh, Ma- we'll get, we'll get to it. that. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm skipping <laughs> ahead. Um, on June 23rd, 2006, Aaron Spelling died at the manor, his estate in Homeby Hills, Los Angeles, from complications of a stroke he suffered five days prior. Can I tell some story about that? Um, what are yes. you saying? Okay, was, okay let me just Uncle finish Mark? the sentence. No. Okay, you tell okay, your story okay. then. So... A, a big thing that's going to be like the story of Tori Spelling, right, is how she only got $800,000 uh, when her father passed away, even though, you know, they're worth $500 million and that, that's the yes, correct okay, number, Yes, okay, I'll right? get there, yeah. I'll get there, yeah. So, but wait, so there's someone's brother either, well, it must have been Aaron's brother, Shady Uncle Mark. He was having an affair with Candy. Did you not see this in your research? Okay, I, re- I didn't realize he was Aaron's brother. I read about Mark. Well, but... he might, he was an uncle in the family. I okay. don't know if he okay. was actually Aaron's brother. But he was having an affair with Candy, Aaron's wife. And a lot of people have accused them of kind of like elder abuse. And he was siloing off people in the family. And a lot of people even think that him and Candy might have orchestrated the murder of Aaron for the payout. 
Okay, I didn't read this. Look, we'll, we'll not take it that far, but there was definitely clear signs of elder abuse and they weren't giving him adequate care towards the end of his life. No. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is true. Okay, last thing I want to mention from the documentary about the manor. <laughs> mm-hmm. They try to do these things. So I will get to it, but Tori and her mother are like constantly on and off speaking not speaking and they filmed this scene where candy's like oh i found this trunk in the attic i'm gonna give it to my daughter tori as a sweet memory memento and she brings out the so tori sits down and she's like i have something to show you and she brings out this decoupage trunk mm-hmm. and tori's like oh yeah i made that and she's like yep and you can just i so got the sense that like these two women don't even know each other Candy, no one ever cared about this trunk. She found it and was like, this will hopefully make a sentimental moment for TV. But the whole thing just feels like so awkward. Like you you just feel the uh, yeah. like, the lack of relationship there. Well, and Tori sure. has mentioned yeah. that that was kind of throughout her life. And she was she... raised by her, her nanny. Yeah. And the dad used to joke he would like, but when the family's all together and the nanny Margaret, the dad would be like, I have two wives and wink at Margaret. And that made everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, <it's like. laughs> so he passes, Aaron passes away in 2006. Candy later blamed Tori for Aaron's death in a radio interview in 2009. She said, quote, my daughter one day decided that she wasn't speaking to my husband, myself and my son. And that's how it continued for the last, oh gosh, four or five years. And it was sad. That's what killed my husband, actually. He just didn't want to live after that. Well, now after what I've said, does that sound a little bit like deflection, <laughs> projection? <laughs> so, but just like a crazy thing to say about your daughter in a radio interview. Yeah, it's it's very big calf. And like the or way Kathy she just Hilton. like says it off the yeah. cuff. She's like, that's actually what killed him. <laughs> my bitch daughter. You might have stopped taking care of him with your <laughs> yes. affair partner. So we mentioned this, but Tori anticipated a sizable inheritance from her father's $500 million estate. After his death in 2006, naturally, mm-hmm. the estate was to be divided primarily between Tori, her brother, Randy, and their mother, Candy. Candy was the estate exec- executor, but she and Tori's spelling were estranged at the time. So Tori and Randy each inherited $800,000 of $500 million. And look, it may sound like a lot of money. Like if you're... I know if someone gave me $800,000. Yeah, but we know... It's, I mean, it's just, yeah. And Tori has this, Tori has this iconic quote, like when you grew up with a silver spoon, it's hard to switch to plastic, (laughs) which like, listen, she is a, she's like a monster of her parents' creation, Yeah. but I, of course she's not going to be able to manage on a regular person's income. Like when she has been raised with such an insane level of 27 bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course she's going to struggle in like whatever shack her and Dean (laughs) are living in, in California, you know? Um, oh wait, funny story about her dad. So he's worth five hundred million. At one point, towards the end of his life, she goes to him and she's like, "Dad, I'm in money trouble. I'm in a lot of debt." And he gives her five a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> Gave her five hundred bucks, and he said, "Here you go." <laughs> okay, slay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I listened to a bunch of podcasts. I listened mm-hmm. to the Celebrity Memoir Book Club episodes about her as well. And she mentioned in her book, like she was just so reckless with money. Um, because she thought it would always be coming in. She even like purchased a condo on Sunset Boulevard, had it completely renovated like down to the studs and then just like never lived in it. Yeah. Like just, it's just like, like insane. Was that the one that that they convinced her? Oh, you need to build a suite for your bodyguard. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And she didn't actually need to do that. What bodyguards did Tori Spelling need? Like in-house bodyguards. Anyways. (laughs) Um, Spelling and McDermott, so Tori and Dean, renewed their vows on May 8th, 2010. They have five children together. This is crazy to me, too. Like, this is, 
you guys, I have a lot of opinions about kids, but it's yeah. like just the financials and all. And then, of course, she has five kids. Like the last thing she needed was another kid. Um, three sons, Liam, Finn, and Bo, and two daughters, Stella, Doreen, and Hattie, Margaret. The most recent was <laughs> oh, actually... Oh, Margaret. That must be named after Nanny Margaret. Yeah. And the most recent was born in 2017. So they're... They're ranging in age, but like they're still pretty young. I feel like she's had young kids all my life. And I will say people on fertility Reddit are really unhappy about this. They're like, I haven't even, I can't even get pregnant in Tori Spelling. She's broke. She's got a ton of kids she doesn't care for. And her and her husband cheat and she got pregnant again. I found this really good post. Yes. And I mean, that's the whole thing like with the gossip about her is that like she's (laughs) constantly in financial trouble and like dire states and doing these trashy reality shows. Meanwhile, her mom is worth $600 million. And apparently they had their last kid I found somewhere that they cited because they couldn't afford a vasectomy, which costs about $300 to $1,000. $300 to $1,000 in the U.S. Okay. And so that's why they had the fifth child. Okay, slay. <laughs> so after all of this, or in the midst of all of this, she begins her reality TV career, which is really like all she has going for her at this many point. reality so shows all playing on the with, name tori yeah it starts with tori and dean in love inn where they buy a bed and breakfast Ooh. and like redo it of course That's it comes cute. out that they never owned the bed and breakfast the whole thing was a sham mm-hmm. so that show then turns into tori and dean home sweet hollywood where they're whatever <laughs> then they have tori and dean story spelt story t-o-r-i storybook weddings where they're like helping people with weddings then they have tori and dean cabin fever where they buy a cottage in ontario um and then they have like when we'll get into some of the oh my god you guys know my notes just backed up they also have uncharted what's that about hold on okay they do a lot of reality shows they're no chip and joanna though although they seem to be trying to get into that hgt oh okay sorry you guys i'm back um yeah, so I'm trying to. I guess it's just Tori and Dean Home Sweet Hollywood that has kept going. So I'll get. They still into have that. that going. Okay, one no. second. Okay. Um, okay, hi you guys. Sorry, I wanted to get that right. And then there's True Tori, where they work through <laughs> the aftermath of their affair. So just a lot of Tori work happening. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has a blog called Editorial, okay. and then she has a series of books: um, Storytelling by Tori Spelling, Mommywood uncharted territory and um spelling oh one sec they also have she has a series of books storytelling by tori spelling mommywood uncharted territory and oh my god spelling I spelling it like it is spelling it like it is of course spelling it like it is her books have been a bit of a success too like some of them some of them are yeah. bestsellers yeah. it's like it's crazy because she feasibly should be making enough money to <laughs> that's like, why you just can't feel sense. too bad like she's had the money and apparently she's a shopping yes. addiction well and then i lit today you guys i watched an 18 minute video <laughs> compilation of all the times wendy williams talked about tori spelling mm-hmm. and in one of them she mentions how for true story um tori only made fifty thousand dollars which is like that's for a reality show that's that's really low yeah um yeah so her and dean get into all kinds of crazy <laughs> drama like it's pretty i took a lot level. of notes on her and dean maybe i'll jump in yeah. so he, you know he's cheated on her and they work through that on their shows um in december 2013 it came out that he had cheated on her with a woman named emily goodhand while working on chopped canada 
Why was he working on Chopped Canada? I don't know. Maybe he's a guest chef. Let me cut in there. Yes, he was a host <laughs> on Chopped Canada. He was a host? Allegedly, this was a 28-year-old woman from Toronto named Emily Goodhand. Emily, if you're out there, <laughs> please reach out to us. But let me Let's just say, <laughs> people now speculate that Emily Goodhand may have never existed Are in the you first serious? place. <laughs> and that this whole thing okay, was well. planted by them because it was an Us Weekly exclusive, which is just like oh. a really typical rag mag that people phone into. It's like the name Emily Goodhand alone, it's a little too on the nose. But wait, I have a quote here from Emily Goodhand. She says, he told me... <laughs> He and Tori had a sexless marriage, and I believed him. <laughs> it's Tori with one of those glasses with the nose and the mustache. She's like on the phone with us weekly. She's like, hello, it's Emily Goodhand. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, in what world is that a good defense? Like, well, he told me he had a sexless marriage. Well, yes. So it's giving Raquel. <laughs> in you guys, I'm, I keep getting the reality shows confused, but in storytelling or uncharted territory, one of them, the one where they're working through their marriage, he also at this point checks into a rehab. Yes. They're not really clear for what, but he also has, I mean, since then he has like a sex podcast that yeah. today I did listen to an episode of. And let me tell you, I was disturbed <laughs> to my core hearing him speak graphically well, Tristan, about sex. Well, Tristan, what's his podcast called? Uh, I'm forgetting. What's it called? Daddy issues. <laughs> oh my god. He. I have guys, a lot of. I don't want. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Issues, but let yeah. me just say, he like he really makes a point of he's like, you know, Tori addiction. calls me daddy. Yeah. And the, this co-host is like, oh yeah, like it's a sex thing. He's like, well, everyone in my house calls me daddy. Like, of course my kids do. And I'm like, the please, fuck? please, stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> okay. Continue. Well, so yeah, Dean, he's super into sex. He's got his sex podcast, Daddy Issues. And many times in his life, he said he's a sex, uh, he says he's a sex addict to Tori and, you know, sometimes to other people. But here are some of um, cool highlights from his episodes. He says, I'm a flashlight owner uh, on his Daddy Issues podcast. People, I think, still have this negative connotation to it. Hey, look, if I'm going to make someone happy and they're not going to take weird sexual shit on shit out on someone else, that's why I'm a fan of the dolls. Wait, I thought we were talking about fleshlights. Now he's talking about fan of sex dolls. If you can afford one, go get one. Suppressing your sexuality breathes weirdness. I think whatever you're doing is also bre- breathing weirdness. <laughs> breathing some weirdness here, for sure. Um, yeah. Tristan, jump uh, Yeah, for sure. So there's like all kinds of drama and it all plays out on their reality shows. They're constantly in financial straits. They're going through. There's there's rumors even before the Emily Goodhand thing that he's just like constantly cheating on Tori. And they're always doing, and you guys can go on Us Weekly. We're looking at an article right now. They're constantly <laughs> doing stage paparazzi shots. Yes. They are. It, it's like next level. And then there's also like all the are they, aren't they of like, how much of this is real? How much is them pitching reality shows? Because they keep doing these like Lifetime and Oxygen Network reality shows, which are like B tier Yeah, like marriage boot TV. camp. And they keep breaking up and getting back together. And yes. I just think, and the is crazy that a payday is, after a certain amount? I was thinking about this today. Like, I would say they're not even as famous in the reality sphere as like Chris Lee Knows Best. No. Like, I feel like more people watch Chris Lee Knows Best than they do um, Tori Spelling shows. I don't think so, but God love Okay, so a couple other highlights of their craziness. In 2016, they made, he- they made headlines again for <laughs> owing $39,000 to American Express in unpaid credit card bills. I'm laughing because Candy, her mom, who was on good, times with, good terms with her at the time, told TMZ that she was helping them out and paying all of their bills. It's just like, 
Candy, just give them the 39K. You're worth 600 million. Like, but I guess yes. you can't enable them. No, and Candy does pay for the private school for all the kids, and apparently she pays Dean's rent. Yes, so older. I saw a clip from the show where Tori's like sobbing dramatically and being like, we can't do this anymore. We can't afford to live. And he's like, well, we've, you know, we've got, we've got lots. We're very blessed. And she's like, I can't afford five private schools. And it's like, then don't send your kids. You don't have to send your kids to private school. Or take the 300 bucks, get the vasectomy. (laughs) Yes. Stop at three. She's just so out of touch to be sobbing hysterically about the fact that you can't afford private school for your five children. Like, just don't just cut off the that's got to be the first thing to go if you're in such financial trouble you know what i mean yes well you know what on their shows it shows that their house was really filthy and full of junk meanwhile tori was spending thousands of dollars a month on storage for her clothes artifacts from her first wedding and 90210 memorabilia all carefully cataloged and professionally organized so she was what was not being paid for at home was being paid for in her storage unit queen behavior (laughs) um in March 2018, they were in contact with the police three times over the course of nine yeah. days. Well, this was a bit of a psychotic break situation. Uh, yeah, but I will say, okay, so one of them, it was that she was going through some kind of, you know, mental incident. Um, the second one was that they showed up at her doctor's office because her husband raised a concern um, and he was worried about the kids they, you know, no crime was committed, so they let it go. And then the third one, they were called to a restaurant, and allegedly it was because the paparazzi would not allow them to eat in peace, which I personally find difficult to believe. Yes, and I've also heard she's quite friendly and good friends with a lot of the paparazzi, so... Oh, I'm sure she is. It's like, the way they talk about the press, even when I listen yeah. to his podcast today, they talk about the press... She talks about the press like she's Meghan Markle. Like, yeah. she ta- she talks like she just can't leave her house. And the paparazzi, the fans, it's like she's just a haunted vulture. And it's like, Tori, I really have a hard time believing that. Do you know what happened in 2015? Um, You're going to tell me. Well, she slipped and fell out of Benihana. Oh, yeah. She fell right into the hot grill. Okay. Which I don't mean to laugh, yes. but it's just funny. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> but there is a theme with her, and this is throughout her books. This woman loves going to the hospital. She's oh, okay. constantly going to the hospital, and she's constantly sick with like. Well, she every thinks she's gonna die. That's sun. like a running theme. Like she, she, she constantly is like, and I'm not laughing. It's like. She thinks she, it'll be a whole yeah. thing on the reality show that she thinks she found a lump and all this yes. stuff. And she goes, and it's nothing. And then there was a Wendy clip where Wendy's like, Tori Spelling has Ebola. So of course she checks herself <laughs> into the hospital with self-diagnosed Ebola. Because Wendy Williams said she did? No, well, this oh, was the, she was telling okay, the story. It's like, after, yeah. Tori showed up to the hospital being like, I have Ebola. Of course she didn't have Ebola. It's like, she's constantly in the hospital up until these past weeks where yes. she's mystery. It's, anyways. She has a fear of flying um, because I guess her father, Aaron, once didn't get on a plane that went down and everyone died so she'll only fly to hawaii so she goes to hawaii (laughs) a lot (laughs) yeah they love hawaii um on june 17th of this year and this was really bizarre so hold on let me get this timeline straight because i listened to a podcast with um jeff lewis that she was on in may so in may she goes to her 50th birthday party with dean and her mother candy i listened to her on the podcast saying how like her and candy are on great terms they text every day everyone had a great time also in may she 
announces that black mold is killing her family slowly. Mm-hmm. That black mold. Well, this is kind of the start of a spiral. Oh, yeah. Honestly, listen, you guys. I had an aunt who did that, and it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I should not be laughing, and God forbid. Black mold is a serious, serious issue. No, but sometimes a woman of a certain age will get really <laughs> scared. Like you it. only hear about this with the Yolanda Hadiths of yeah. the world. Like, I've never known a rational adult human being to experience this extreme black mold (laughs) scenario and i'm sorry i'm being insensitive i know so in may she says that black mold is slowly killing her family for the past three years they leave their house june 17th dean posts that they're getting a divorce i'm not even going to read the statement it's boring he says it's with great sadness he posted on instagram (laughs) then he deletes it so everyone's like uh okay um, she and probably then, said, go to US Weekly for that, babe. We need the cash. Yes. And then here's a quote I have from a Page Six article around that time. So allegedly, they initially, so her and the kids, because now Dean's out, she went and stayed in Josh Flagg's $9 million Bel Air estate, which, hello, like, yeah, great. Yeah. But then they left, which is crazy, too, because it's like, is she just pitching a reality show? Like, why are you putting your kids through this? So first they move into a motel. And here are some quotes from that article. Sorry, a roadside motel. A roadside <laughs> motel. They move to Schitt's Creek. <laughs> um, quote, their household bills run 100 grand a month. There's no end to the spending. In 2016, she had a room stacked to the ceiling with boxes she didn't even open. There were clothes stuffed into the bathroom with price tags still on them. Besides her shopping, there's pet care, hospital stays, private schools, you name it. The house was a pit filled with animals like <laughs> pigs, snakes, and ferret. It's white trash central. But the source also claimed that Tori, quote, needs storylines in a bid to stay relevant and maybe get another reality show. Um, so, yeah. She's very passionate about animals. She's an animal activist, so that's maybe why she has so many animals yes. in the home. <laughs> the funny thing about the Josh Flagg stuff is, I guess, candy. Like, yes. And- she loves to do this because she also did it with Tatum O'Neill. Mm. I watched a clip today where Candy just like kind of adopts people and is like, you're like my daughter. You're like my son, which definitely drives Tori up the wall because Tori, like Candy's not even close with her own daughter. And she keeps like picking these B-list celebrities to be her new daughter and son. <laughs> well, it says Tori's always been jealous of her mom's close friendship with Josh Flagg for Million Dollar Listing LA. Apparently, Josh and Candy spent the summer, two summers, traveling through Europe together. And he says it's because... He enjoys her companionship as it reminds him of the travels he used to take with his late grandmother, Edith. I love that for them. Yeah. And I know him and Candy are having fun. Like, I know yeah, she's fun. That's a vibe. Like, okay. I watched a clip where they, um, she goes to, so this is like when her and Tori were trying to reconnect and it was filmed for the reality show. She attends Tori's daughter's birthday party and it's like a princess themed party. Mm-hmm. Well, just before Candy arrives, Tori puts one of the crowns on and the crown squeezes her head. So she gets a <laughs> migraine. So she goes oh upstairs. God. To, <laughs> she goes upstairs to lie down and then as that happens candy shows up with actress tatum o'neill who i only know tatum o'neill more on from, her later more on her yeah, later ryan I know o'neill's she, daughter she's got a crazy story yeah. but i know her from the episode of sex in the city where gary leaves her shoes at the party and then she comes back to get them and they're gone that's tatum o'neill just so you guys know okay. but candy shows up with tatum o'neill and tatum they sit down and tatum looks at dean and she's like um maybe you could bring 
Tori down here to say hi to her mom. Like, <laughs> it's just one of those moments where it's like your friend makes a new friend and they're like being kind of bitchy to you. Like that was Tatum in the scenario. And yeah. Dean's like, well, yeah, she's upstairs. She has a migraine. And she's like, well, I just think it would be nice if she came down here and spoke to her mother. Don't you think? <laughs> and Dean's like, uh, yeah, I just I was going to get her. I just I was getting a glass of water. She's like, yeah, I really think you should do that. Like, well, maybe Tori oh. shouldn't have put the little tiara on her head and squeezed her damn head. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, okay, back to business. So they're living in a roadside motel. And then around this time, she leaves the roadside motel to live in an RV. So this is what I wanted to bring up. So apparently this RV park is in Ventura and it takes like months in advance to get a reservation there. Like it's a pretty popular RV park. And then someone online says, well, how did the paparazzi spot her there? They're not just going to the RV park in Ventura. Thank she had you. to call them to go pop her there. Yes. And all of the photos, you guys can go on page six. They're so staged. staged. Like she's, How she's sad is sitting that? outside the front door with a mug of coffee. It's literally giving Selena Gomez in the Mexican blanket. Like she's <laughs> looking. It's, they're so, so staged. It's like, what is going on here? I did want. Wow. That's so sad. I, I always to... just take paparazzi photos for granted but if you think for a moment you're like if it's not an a-lister they probably called them to be no just so you guys know the paparazzi are not just waiting around like they're definitely not at the rv park maybe at you know the tribeca film festival (laughs) or yeah Yeah. megan markle if they spot her people like that like i think they do follow the kardashians and they wait outside the gated communities for certain britney like i think britney's followed yes i do not think tori spelling is being followed by the taylor swift she's getting followed taylor swift is being followed for sure but i wanted to quickly read i know we've done this before (laughs) some of the headlines from page six (laughs) this is hearkening back to our rebel wilson um episode (laughs) so this is just before the divorce and stuff this one's just a funny one tori spelling recalls getting so wasted puking on eddie cibrian date not a match (laughs) (laughs) tori just can't catch a break she also says in her book that like all of the 90210 cast members don't like her and like they all hang out without her i love that that's just a direct quote from her for that story it's like she called them she's like yeah i went on a date with eddie cibrian we're not a match i puked (laughs) i puked Extreme mold infestation, cause of longtime health issues for Tori Spelling's family. Inside Tori Spelling's 50th birthday party with mom, Candy, husband, Dean. Tori Spelling, next level mold was slowly killing my family for three years. And then we get into the divorce stuff. Tori Spelling ignores Father's Day as Dean deletes divorce announcement. (laughs) Um, And then we get it. Tori Spelling sends a message in Boys Lie (laughs) t-shirt. Dean McDermott divorce. I love Boys Lie. And then we get into like the craziness staying at $100 motel after split, why they're staying at the motel. And then it just like really spirals. Tori Spelling leaks text from realtor mocking her family's housing crisis. Yeah, that was Um, bad. (laughs) Candy Spelling slammed for not helping daughter Tori and grandkids living in RV. And then it just like goes on from there. How Tori Spelling shopped her way from $150 million mansion to an RV park. Ugh, it's so bad. Tori Spelling and kids hit the beach for a day of sunshine away from their RV campsite. <laughs> like, isn't that what you do when you go park an RV? Then you go to the beach. <laughs> Sounds like a vacation. They're really rubbing it in. Um, yeah, I don't know. If- and then okay. it gets into this is recently, like in the past couple of weeks. Ooh, <laughs> Tori Spelling uh-oh. returns to work in striking red pantsuit after RV stay. <laughs> Tori Spelling hospitalized for unknown condition after fleeing moldy LA home. <laughs> So in the past couple of weeks, she's, I guess, been in the hospital. Again, there's photos of her looking disheveled in a wheelchair. It's like people aren't waiting for her to leave the clinic. Tori Spelling spotted with bruises as she leaves hospital after mystery illness. Tori Spelling celebrates son Finn's 11th birthday after being hospitalized. 
for mystery illness. Tori Spelling goes on McDonald's run after hospitalization. It's oh, like, God. What is all of this? I think Tori Spelling and Page Six, it's a match. <laughs> I think it's a match. <laughs> I don't have too much more to say about her, but I think at one point, like, she feels a lot of ways about being born wealthy, and she says she thinks being born wealthy may have been a punishment from her behaving badly in her past life. Uh, yeah, Tori. It's definitely a punishment. Unlike the people living in, like, horrific poverty. (laughs) (laughs) You've definitely got it back. And that's, what, good karma for them being great in their past life? And so, okay, I will just, Tristan, you can keep going, but we do have to go soon because we actually are going out tonight. Um, But I have one quote from her that I want to read. She says, If only we lived in a world where hard work and dedication always got their due. There are always mitigating circumstances. For some, it's not having connections. For some, it's not having money. For some, it's not having talent. For some, it's not having the right look. I've been told I have all of the above. I just never expected my name to be the worst battle of my life. Aww. Aww. (laughs) Well, you know what? I just have a couple other notes here. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, it's like, on paper, and if we went back to 1991 and asked this question, knowing what we know now, there is no reason feasibly that Tori Spelling could not have been Kate Hudson. That well, Tori Spelling could not have been Gwyneth Paltrow. Like in, in terms of the Nepo baby Hollywood machine, she was perfectly poised to be a television all-star and she just like completely Well, Harvey fumbled. Weinstein. Well, yeah, <laughs> Scary Movie too. I don't if it know. hadn't have been for Scary Movie I too, Look. I just mean in terms of connection Don't and kill wealth, me, but I don't think she's got the look. Oh, I mean, no. Gwyneth Paltrow. In the I know. Well, you, I just mean like, yes, it, it seems so shocking to me that someone of this level of privilege in Hollywood yeah. was so unable to have a career like to and she to had a really it. successful TV run. So, yeah, yeah. like it, it, there's it. She actually like it's like you think <laughs> she would have like a home goods line or something along the way, but she just like doesn't like it's so messy i was thinking she is kind of like her and dean give me the same energy a little bit of like gretchen and slade yes he's totally. very slate like and she's just kind of delusional like yeah gretchen. she's a big momfluencer on i was she's th- one of the first momfluencers she is and i was thinking her next career tori if you're listening i think she's a future as an rv mom youtuber oh my god honey if the yeah. reality show is not going to come to you you've got to just you know make it happen on your own day in my life as a former millionaire <laughs> in my rv with five as kids. a former television <laughs> television star yeah um and then the last couple of things i have here is that she said in a podcast that andy she has like pitched herself of course Mm, she has yeah (laughs) she has pitched herself several times to be on the real house of beverly hills and andy cohen like just does not think she's like rich or cool enough which is sad because teddy joe mellencamp made the show yeah, Tori Spelling has no glamour. And like, I mean, is... have you seen her filthy house and the yeah. animals on the show? <laughs> but it's like right on paper, she would be perfect for Beverly Hills if things didn't yeah, turn out if... how they did. Yes. She, she would be. Like, yeah. At this point, we'd rather have Candy Candy on would be good. Yeah, she'd yeah. be great. <laughs> um, and then I have... Well, oh, on that note, actually, I saw in a lot of my research that she's very competitive with and jealous of Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. <laughs> yes. She, according to a podcast a couple of months ago, she yeah. spent $400 on her OnlyFans. Tori, I don't think you have $400 to spend on OnlyFans, on Denise's OnlyFans. I know. And then she like made that public. Like, keep it to I yourself. Know, she's obsessed with Denise Richards. You know when Denise yeah. heard that? She was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, okay. Maybe I should close the account up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she was always really bitter, apparently, because Denise Richards got like really big on Twitter when it started. And Tori was obsessed with tweeting and she could never get as many Yes. Calls. She literally said in her book, like, People like Denise Richards have a million followers. Why don't I? It's like, 
what is this weird Denise Tether? Well, you know what? That makes sense. Like, we're saying, like, you were just saying she could be Kate Hudson or... Yeah, and you know what? I think more like a Denise Richards. Mid-90s, her and Denise were in the same bucket. Yes. For sure. Totally. Yeah. TV movies, like, adjacent. And then Denise... Yeah. I don't think Tori's got a goop in her anywhere. Tori, we look forward to more of your storytelling and your uncharted territory. She's she's heading towards uncharted territory, so (laughs) we look forward to that. What's the spelling one? I keep forgetting it. Spelling... Um, Oh my god, we just said it. We're gonna pause and find out. Spelling it like it is. You know what? We keep forgetting <laughs> it because there's no Tori in the name. No. I'm used to the storytelling, not not spelling it like it is. Also, it's hard when you're like Googling her and people in her family. Like I'd be like Randy Spelling or like his wife. And then it just comes up with like the spelling of like those names. Oh yes, like, yeah, totally. So blessing and a curse, right? She must have been so bad in a past life for all totally. of this. Totally, she's being yeah. punished. Well, <laughs> this was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's good to be back. Yeah, we'll be back soon. And let us know who you want us to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Send us suggestions. So love you guys. Bye. Bye. I just can't help myself.